M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's naughty after nine. Now, Tom, in about half an hour's time, we're going to hear uh, a story of a desperate real estate agent who mm. used the concept, the age-old concept of sex sells mm. to get her property sold. Mm. Very saucy stuff. And also, by the way, if you uh, can get involved in this one, a bit of Prodigy tickets available as well. Absolutely. Ollie, up next, I've been reading a book called The Ethical Slut, which deconstructs then reconstructs what we think about sexuality and sex in our everyday lives. And there was one point where it talks about sex work, which, of course, is... It's quite a. Uh, it's got quite a, a bit of um, taboo with it, doesn't yeah, it? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's contentious. Yeah, but I think this really breaks it down and sees it in another light. And I'd really like to um, hear from people who have used sex workers in the past. That's up next. This is DAF Powderfinger. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and it's naughty after nine. New music, bring me the horizon with their song. Mantra. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and it's after nine o'clock. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's. Oh. After nine. I want to break down the stigma with sex work, Ollie, right now on 13353. If you've used a sex worker, I would love for you to get in contact. Of course, we can change your name. Uh, we're a safe space here. I've been reading a book called The Ethical Slut, which really breaks down, deconstructs all the social con- constructs to do with sex uh, and, and basically rebuilds your understanding of what sex could be for, for every single person in the world. It's, and, it's absolutely incredible. And also justifies and rationalizes the past early 20s of your, your life. <laughs> Good. You, you know, makes it okay, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Well, it's very interesting. It goes, there's a lot of social constructs that come with sex. We're, we're always told that you should only be having sex with one other person if you're in a relationship, and that's the way that it should be. Mm. But really, I mean, what, what type of social constructs? That's just the social construct saying that you should do that. Yep. There's nobody saying that, you know, well, what if you just have sex with multiple people? You can doesn't mean that you're not still in love with that one person. Yeah. So is the title Ethical Slut a bit of a misnomer? It's, it's There's nothing actually about that. They want to take back, that, back, back the title of slut because obviously yeah. slut has a negative connotation to it. Uh, you would never call that someone derogatory. They want to go, no, let's rename this. Let's mm. let's be ethical sluts. Let's be good sluts. Let's sleep around in a really good way, just in be, a positive way. Just be a slut and, and own it. Uh, there, was a, there was a section about sex work, Ollie, and I, and I just want to... I just want to kind of read to you what, what it says from this book. They said, imagine if sex work were treated as a profession, just like therapy, a client making a contract with a provider. If the customer liked the work they received, they'd keep coming back. If not, they'd move on and try something else. Brothels could be like clinics. New sex workers could learn from more experienced practitioners. Lower fee services could be, could be provided by interns, being supervised and taught by more experienced practitioners. Wow. Imagine that, Ollie. Imagine a world where sex work, because there's a lot of people, of course, that um, may not uh, deal with sex in, in the right way, so they need a little bit of coaching from someone, and that's why you could get a sex worker involved. Maybe you, and you can review online. You can Google review. You get exactly, five, five stars. Exactly right. Go to Yelp. Imagine that. Imagine it would be the same way One as One star wasn't very good. It was like I was a teenager again. Uh, the author's going to say, many sex professionals have worked hard to acquire skills that most of us don't even know are possible. Did you know some of these skills, Ollie? <laughs> Freedom of choice about our physical responses. Did you know that you've got freedom of choice about your physical responses? Uh, I, I guess so. Timing of orgasms? Did you know you could time your orgasm? So what are these things again? 
There's well, these thing. are things that you, that you you don't know are possible, but sex workers could teach you about oh. the ease of erection. The G-spot fountains, Ollie. <laughs> sex workers could help you do this. I know about the ease of erection. <laughs> Sexual healers, they call them, could help free us from the terrors and inhibitions learned in a sex-negative society and show us what amazing sexual geniuses we might all be. So I want to break down the stigma of why people use sex workers tonight on one triple three five three. I want you to give us a call and tell us about the reasons uh, why you've used sex work. Let's see from Ashley, who's given us a buzz. You use sex work for a strange reason, Ashley. How you going, mate? Um, yeah, I um, broke up w- with my partner of eight years after I found out she was cheating on me. Right. So when she came over to the house to move out all of her stuff, I made sure I spent a good $300 to hire the services of a really beautiful young lady oh, to make wow. sure she was in the house with me. Oh, wow. Incredible. And yeah. Good. It's uh, jealousy through the roof, which uh, was great. Yeah. Nothing I mean... actually transpired, but yeah, <laughs> it was a great so, investment. So you paid for more of an escort than a sex worker? I guess. She was definitely a sex worker, but yeah. And you didn't, you didn't, you, you ran out mood. of time, mate. Took her <laughs> ages to get her stuff out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> probably not what I'm looking for, but I mean, look, look a brilliant, uh, it's a, a good brilliant, story. It's a brilliant story. One triple three five three. Have you used sex work? I would love to talk to you. Maybe oh. you're a sex worker yourself and you can tell us about some of the things that your clients are doing. And up next, we will talk to a sex worker who's been working since the age of 19. You're Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's naughty after nine. It's loving an elevator, Aerosmith. You are with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and we can send you to the Prodigy after nine thirty if you can convince us that sex sells. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. I'm reading a very interesting book called The Ethical Slut by Dossie Easton and Jeanette Hardy, a couple of sexologists uh, that have worked with numerous amounts of partners, Ollie, and it really breaks down what uh, we think about sexuality as these days, yeah. about that you should only be having sex with one person and all that kind of stuff. It really, it really kind of opens your mind to the world of what sex can be. Very sex positive, obviously. Does the book, is it just opinions or is there a bit of studies? Is there a bit of research backing it up? Well, the whole amount of research is is the all the research that they've done as couples counsellors, as sexologists right. themselves, yep. uh, people uh, coming to terms with different parts of their sexual worlds. So there's 20 years of experience in this book with, to do with that. So it's, it's, it's gone through its like third edition. So it's, it's, it's quite a, quite an old book, but it's great. I, I do recommend it. It talks about sex work though, in a really positive way, Ollie. And they said, what if, what if sex work, all this stigma was destroyed? We could use sex work just like we use therapy to explore different types of our sexuality in our sexual world. Yeah. So one triple three, five, three, if you have used a sex worker, we'd love to hear from you, but it's funny, Tom, how yeah, there seems to be two sides of the community that have views on this. And one is what you just said then is like, yeah, well, sex, go for it. We do it. You may as well pay for it if you want to and you have the money and there are others offering the service. But the other side of that is people who go, no way, it's a terrible thing. And it's strange how there's this huge divide and I can't see that really changing. Amelia, you've been, you're 27 years old. You've uh, been working as a sex worker since 19. Do you think there's a stigma towards the work that you do? Um, I think there's a stigma in exactly what you said, a certain group of people who have a, a concreted opinion on uh, the subject. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with what the book's saying. Um, I mean, you know, we've got men who have been in relationships and great husbands, fathers, all that kind of stuff that haven't, you know, like their missus hasn't given them a blowjob for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, that's a frustrating part of, you know, I guess being a man. But, you know, 
instead of this man going out and establishing a, a relationship with her, a woman and, you know, and the family being, you know, torn apart and stuff, they come and see somebody like me and we take care of whatever needs they need taken care of. And, you know, it keeps families and stuff together. I look at it like, you know, it's it's definitely in a lot of ways a job that, you know, it is a therapy and, a, a, yeah, a service. But I don't know uh, whether or not the stigma will change because, I mean, this society has a fairly narrow mind at the best mm. of times. So, well, what are, know, what, uh, what are some of the services that you like that you do offer in, in the terms of like, you know, are you just there for horny men to get their rocks off or is it more of like a, a therapeutic style service? It's absolutely. I mean, a lot of, a lot of guys just want to talk and, you know, it's, I, I guess a lot of guys are lonely as well. But it's, it's definitely more than just, you know, uh, having sex with somebody, you know. A lot of guys are looking for a connection, um, you know, somebody to speak to honestly, you know, who they don't particularly know. It's not a guy at the pub. It's not, you know, their wife or anything like that. It's, it's sort of a stranger who they have a, you know, a more of a connection than they would, you know, someone else just say, you know, a therapist or something like that. Mm. So, I don't know. I, th- I think... I think it's a great way to look at it. I think that we could probably put more smiles on faces if it was more accepted amongst the community. Yeah, amazing <laughs> stuff. But, well, thank you very much for your uh, for your honesty, Amelia. <laughs> no problems at all. No problems at all. I like to see everybody's opinions change, and maybe one day they will. Mm. Have you used a sex worker? One triple three five three. We can change your name. A safe space here. I want to know the reasons why. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. This is the killers. The man with naughty after nine. It's the killers, the man, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, before the show's out in about 10 minutes' time, we're going to try and give away the prodigy tickets to you. Uh, it's, all, it's after 9 o'clock. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Ollie, I'm reading a book called The Ethical Slut by Dossie Easton and Jeanette Hardy, which uh, asks you to, to take control of what you think about sex, break it down, rebuild it, rebuild all the understanding of what sex is in relationships and with singles. And they talk about sex work in an amazing way. They say that we should be relabeling sex workers into sexual healers. And they say that they could help us from the terrors and inhibitions learned in a sex negative society and show us what amazing sexual geniuses we might all be. Well, I think we've been a bit stifled with, with uh, sexual stuff ever since the 1800s. You mm. know, Emily Bronte, uh, Jane Eyre, the classic English Victorian era. Mm. I mean, ever since those guys, it's just been really, you know, oh, stiff upper lip. Take it easy, guys. Well, religion in general has really put a big, you know, to go back yeah. history-wise, that's yeah. been the really big one to go, no, 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 don't have sex with lots of people. You choose one. And that's the only one that you choose yeah, for the rest true. of your life. But we're talking about sex workers tonight, Ollie. Enough about that. We're talking about sex workers. I want to to break down the stigma. Sex work isn't just for dirty men to get their rocks off. It can be used for so much more. And Kez, you used to be a brothel manager about 10 years ago. Um, What are some of the services that you offered to to people? Well, we um, had a day service that uh, specialised really for young men who had uh, a physical disability like cerebral palsy or spina bifida. Oh, wow. And um, they would find it hard to get laid in, in the general community, but they still wanted to have an intimate experience, you know, and uh, so they'd come in, their carers would often bring them in and assist them. And, um, you know, it, it was like a rite of passage and it was actually an honour to be involved. And 
they were so high when they came out because they're just like everyone else. They oh, just yeah. want yeah. that experience. It's one of those things that uh, not everyone would think about, that some people you know, they just, they, they can't get sex or because of a disability that they, they yeah. may have trouble getting sex. And so well, sex workers provide this avenue to provide sex to everyone. And it's one of those things that people don't really understand, isn't it, Kez? Yeah. Yes. And also just because physically they mightn't be able to have sex the same as everyone else. So, so it was great to work with a, a woman who would, would be adaptable and who could, uh, suggest other ways to enjoy the sexual experience. So uh, that's great stuff, Kez. And I can imagine, you know, back, you know, when you're a younger person, your first time, it is like a, you, you, have, you have a high, don't you? You're like, that was amazing. Um, go on. It's Well, it's like a rite of passage. And after they came out of their uh, experience, it was big hugs and high fives. And I absolutely loved it. So do you think more broadly that sex work, if it was embraced in a more open way, it could achieve more of this kind of thing? Oh, definitely, because there's a lot of lonely people out there. And and it really, um, we all need to cuddle sometimes, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. I reckon it's one of those things. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Kez, Can as you well. go to a brothel and just get a cuddle for like 20 bucks? Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if, Is that a really cheap option if you're very very poor? Look, I'm sure I can put some calls in, Ollie. If you want to get a cuddle, mate, I can make it out. Tom okay. and Ollie on Triple M. It's like Parliament Question Time. With less name calling. Oh. You have a face like a kicked in biscuit tin, Tom. Oh, uh, maybe not. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Now, Tom, we've still got tickets to give away to that very Triple M band, The Prodigy. Oh, yeah. So don't go anywhere uh, for that. But it is also uh, after 9 pm. The naughty stuff continues because I've got a story of a rather desperate real estate agent who used sex to sell a house in a very intriguing way. We'll find out what that's about up next. This is Foo Fighters Generator with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's new music from the Teskey Brothers. It's called I Get Up. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, the age-old adage that sex sells is pretty popular. It's pretty well-known as well. I've bought so many things because of... Mate, people do it. Hot people. Now, there's a thing that this real estate agent has done in Houston, right, Mm. that is either genius Mm. or terrible. Mm. She's cop flack for it. Basically, she had a house that wasn't selling in Houston, Mm. uh, and so she thought, you know what? Sex sells. Mm. I'm going to just go and hire some fitness models and get them to pose in in photos (laughs) of the house. Yes, yes. Now, obviously, you don't normally have models in photos of houses. You don't have anyone. You just have the room. The house, yeah. You have the garden. You just have often empty spaces. Usually with quite a good fisheye lens, so that the room looks way bigger, and then when you go to the room, it's Mm. uh, not big at all. Well, that's one of the uh, tips and tricks you you could use. I would say this is also a genius trick, (laughs) and surely everyone is now going, hang on. Of course, that'll get more clicks. Yeah. So it's the house has since sold. That's it. Yeah, because of the models, it got so much interest. Brilliant. But the photos they put up were ridiculous. So there's yeah. there's photos of them in the kitchen. The guy's cooking. He's ripped. They're fitness I models. Need, I need to see this. Hang on, well, it's on news.com. This okay. is all from news.com. And uh, he's topless, wearing an apron only. He's cooking. She's leaning over the counter sexually in like black lingerie. So it's shameless. They they they've tried to do what they've called homely photos, like yeah. natural scenarios. One of them, he's giving her a massage. No. <laughs> like, who's got a massage room? No. And, and in the photo, she's lying on the bed, face down, clearly sticking her bum in the air. Like, oh. <laughs> clearly getting some, some angles going. So it's like, well, that's not exactly going to be happening a lot. But I kind of think it's genius. 
Like, people will be now going, yeah, you know what? Good. Why not put models in? When you yeah, go on Instagram, it's really good. you don't like the photos of houses that have no one. You like the photos of hotties who are posing on the beach. <laughs> My favourite one is on the on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> They're just on the stairs. Well, who's it's, this, it's, pretty, it's a pretty shitty photo as well. Like, there's... It's not done by a professional photographer. No. It's done by an iPhone. There's a ripped guy at the top, and then down the bottom is a, is a scantily clad model with a great bottom. Well, that's the two in every photo. It's those two. Oh, uh, right. Um, and, uh, yeah, but who <laughs> showcases a staircase? Uh, no yeah, one. Nah. But you know what? Sex sells, and yeah. good on you. Here's what I'm thinking, Tom. Yeah, yeah. For Naughty After Nine, yeah. it's uh, getting late in the show. Yeah. I want you to prove the concept of sex sells to us. You know, we all, we've all seen it in marketing, advertising, etc. Mm. Prove to us that sex sells by telling us, sexily, why you deserve tickets to see The Prodigy, Tom. We have... Uh, good old glitch from the system. We've got some tickets to give away. No, electronic that, music. There's no glitches in the real show, by the way. They will play no. their songs glitch-free. True. That's right, The Prodigy. Go and see them if you can tell us. Prove to us that sex sells... And tell us why you deserve those tickets, but you got to do it in a sexy way. It's the Prodigy No Tourist Australian Tour, thanks to TEG Live and Division Division Agency. No tourists? Oh, they're great promoters, by the way. Those <laughs> yeah, guys. they are, yeah, aren't they? One triple three five three. Jump on the phone and get sexy with us with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Celebrity skin hole. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have huh? questions. Celebrity skin hole. <laughs> Is that what you just said? Yeah, it's the name of the song, dickhead. Oh, oh, okay, that's a bit rude. Well, mate, I'm, I'm asking on one triple three five three. Do you want to go see tickets? Or do you want to go see the prodigy? Don't go see the tickets. <laughs> no. Tickets to the prodigy, no tourist Australian tour, thanks to TEG Live and Division Agency. Then all you need to do is jump on the phone, one triple three five three. One of the great promoters, Tom. Yes, the prodigy are out with their new tour, and you can see them if you can prove that you can be sexy. Mm. The the idea of sex sells is obviously a well-known theory. If you can make something look a bit sexy, it'll add to the appeal. Mm. People get sucked in, they buy it. Mm. So on one triple three five three, all you got to do is prove that you're a little bit sexy. Jay, are you a sexy man? My name is not Jay. Mm. It's Ingrid. Oh, oh Ingrid. What? Ingrid. Oh, oh right. Oh, Transvestite hooker. Oh, you're a what, okay. sorry? Transvestite hooker from Russia. Right. Oh, even got a backstory, prefer, Jay. I prefer to yes. I prefer you say sex worker, but hooker's cool. Yeah, hooker's sure. pretty cool. I have a merhawk, the same as the one from the singer from the Prodigy. That's why I want to go and see them. <laughs> Good, Jay. Well, I'm turned on, Tom. I mean, what are you finding it with Jay? Huh? Hmm? Nah. The, what are you got? What are you hiding over there? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's head over to Rolo. Good evening, Rolo. You've got to prove that you can be sexy to go and see the prodigy. G'day, guys. Love your show. I must say, why I should go see their show hmm. is the, without being disrespectful with words, yeah. but their old school clip of Smack My Bitch Up yeah. had the most amazing sexy appeal. And quite frankly, they owe it ooze sex appeal yeah. and that is something that should be celebrated and that's why something I want to celebrate with them. Mm, wow, Do you okay. get pretty sexy, Rollo, when you're losing your nut to that what? song, Dancing? Well, well if you rem- I don't know if you guys know the video clip, but it goes back a few years these days. I but, don't, uh, I don't. No, well, you should watch it sometime in your downtime. But uh, there's this uh, little scene that uh, it, tr- it, it transpires a few different genres. Very okay, wordy. Okay. okay. Uh, Tash on one triple three five three. Do you reckon sex sells, Tash? Oh, definitely. Well, of course it does. Otherwise, no one would want to be going to see the Prodigy because a damn sexy band that makes you feel good in all the best ways. Oh, oh wow! Hell yeah! 
Are you a fan of the Prodigy, Tash? Oh, I have been. They've, they've been making me feel things for a very many years. We're going to see them for a long time. I'd love to see them again. Ah, uh, then you're going along. <gasps> oh, my God! Well oh my done, God. Tash. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Hey, mate, no worries. Mate, it's my pleasure. Rock out to this. Get in that oh boiler God, and get I'm hot so and sweaty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> classic Triple M song. Oh, you uh, chose the chick. That's so classic Triple M. Thanks, mate. Triple the two M. guys. <laughs> hey? Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's the Bare Naked Ladies. One week, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And we've been loving all your suggestions for country music songs that are both funny, yet they're actually serious songs in our country music hunt. Howdy, partner. Well, hot diggity dang, it's a country music hunt. Tonight, I brought you the song Truck Yeah by Tim McGraw. It was great. Truck, yeah, Tom, I love that, man. Mm, truck, but you yeah, might want to you might want to play a content warning. I will just say it oh, because okay. uh, I've got some suggestions that are coming through for the country music hunt All that right. are a bit rude. Okay, well, content warning for those that are easily offended. I thought we'd use this twilight hour of yeah. the show yeah, to yeah, just good. put them out there. I'll see what you think. Because I'm guessing they're not going to get into the seven till nine well, part I, of the show. I mean, I don't know. I'm not closed off sure. in, in that sense. What do you think, Tom? Okay. Uh, Jason messaged us. This is not Jason. Mm. This is Jason. Mm. Uh, not the classic Jason. Yep. He said, I'm the guy with the tats on my penis. Remember him? <laughs> that guy who uh, yeah. he had a, a, a yeah. one-liner in bars yeah, about, yeah, hey, yeah. I've got a thing on my penis yeah, and people yeah, look yeah. and stuff. Loves the show. He said, guys, Wheeler Walker Jr. has some nice. great tracks. Um, right. Puss in Boots is one of them, which, uh, look, you it can have it. sounds derogatory. It, well, it, it's... It's fairly, it's very boob focused actually. Uh, his next one, he says, again, Wheeler Walker Jr., sit on my face. What are, okay. th- what are your thoughts on that uh, one? Well, I need to tell you right from the start that Wheeler Walker Jr. is an alter ego of the comedian Ben Hoffman. Oh. You can't do comedy songs, guys. He's oh. a comedian. He's not a real singer? He's not a real country music guy. So his song, F You Bitch, is not a real song. Oh my God. What? <laughs> Oh, I would not like that language on this show. Thank you very much. Well, neither would I. That's why I'm saying it's not going to make it into the country music hunt. Good stuff. If you do know of a country music song, though, that is serious, but it's quite funny to listen to because of the lyrics, then hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Tom and Ollie. We'll see you tomorrow night. Truck, yeah. (laughs) That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.